Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the issues of the day and how they are affecting our society, our nation, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everyone. It's Nicholas Tutara. Welcome to Tutara Time. So they're getting ready. The Democrats are getting ready in Congress for their second impeachment of Donald Trump. Boy, they do amazing things up there on Capitol Hill, those Democrats. They impeach people who aren't even in office. So what they're doing is completely unconstitutional. Um, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court will not be there because it is unconstitutional. Uh, you can't remove somebody from office who's already been removed. Uh, Trump had, they impeached Trump in the House in seven hours with no witnesses. Uh, they've got a senator, a Democrat senator, supposedly, in, you know, being in charge, playing the role of the chief justice. So this is really ridiculous, folks. I mean, it, it, it's a complete sham. It's completely unconstitutional. This the, basically based on the grounds of their uh, of their impeachment that they're pr proceeding with. Citizens, we could have our own impeachment. I could get together myself and a group of my friends and somebody plays the chief justice of the Supreme Court and we could just start impeaching people because it's about as legal as what they're doing. It's really outrageous, actually, all joking aside. The House of Representatives and the Democrat-controlled Senate both houses controlled by the Democrats are proceeding. They're just making up law. The Constitution says what the impeachment of a president is for and how it's to work. And they're completely ignoring that. So it's no different. They're setting up a, an extra legal judicial system. And it's a really horrible thing that we're witnessing that they could even go forward with such a thing like that. Trump's words were to protest peacefully and patriotically, march to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically. Uh, he in no way incited that riot. The riot, it seems that it was already pre-planned. The FBI has information that it was. They were already on alert. So how could Trump incite something that's already happened? And they'll say, well, you know, Trump was promoting conspiracy theories that the election was stolen and all this kind of stuff. The fact of the matter is, uh, writer Molly Ball just released the article on February 4th in Time magazine talking about how there was a cabal, a great cabal working behind the scenes and across industries and philosophies working to make sure Trump did not win re-election. And she's proud of it. She's saying, well, it wasn't rigging. What it really was was fortifying the election. No, you know, fortifying, that's a that's a subjective word. What's fortifying to one is stealing for another. You know, the 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 bank robbers are going to show up well fortified. They're fortifying their entry into the bank. They're not breaking into the bank or stealing it. They're they're fortifying it. They're doing it in a very, you know, proud and strong way. It's a joke. The article talks about how all the election, many election laws and rules were changed right before the election. And we know they were. 
It's openly admitted this is what COVID was about to drive tremendous mail-in voting. And they changed the laws and the rules of the voting in all the states in question, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada. All of those were changed. Uh, also, the article talks about you know people working together to prevent narratives, to create narratives. They didn't want the narrative of Hunter Biden and his uh, illegal dealings in Ukraine and China to get out there. So they swept them under the table. Although now we know Hunter is under investigation from the DOJ and the FBI. So everything that the media, all this cabal of the media and the politicians and the fundraisers and everybody behind the scenes work and the healthcare experts keeping everybody on lockdown, they were all working together. There's no way they were going to let Donald Trump go into the election with a strong economy. As soon as their fake impeachment failed, they immediately turned straight to COVID and locked down the whole society. And they're showing you people they don't care about you. They don't care if you go broke. They don't care if you lose your business. They don't care about anything. They don't care about the 75 million people who voted for Trump. They want them silenced, which is why they want to impeach Donald Trump now. They want to silence. He's out of office. They want to silence our voice. Trump, I don't think, is actually going to run again. I think he made his mark, and I, I don't think he has anything to prove. So I don't know whether he's going to run again. So this second impeachment is really not aimed at him. I really believe, well, it's obvious that it's aimed at us. And, you know, JFK, the assassination of JFK, the official story is that was done alone by Lee Harvey Oswald, which truthfully, I always believed that there was just one gunman. I mean, it all seems so far-fetched, but after what I've seen them do to Trump before my very eyes, I, I have to wonder. But regardless, plenty of people don't believe Oswald was the only shooter. They think it was Castro and the mafia and the CIA and everybody all jumbled up and combined together. And they make documentaries about it. They write books about it. They put out movies on it. Oliver Stone's famous movie, JFK. So According to the new rules, all that's not allowed anymore, right? All of the, any story that unless Oswald shot Kennedy, if you say anything else, you're going against the Warren Commission report, which is the official government report. So in new fascist America, you're not allowed to say that. So, you know, people tell conspiracy theories about 9-11, which are really wild. And like I said, JFK, people tell conspiracy theories about everything. Some are true, some aren't, but we've never been banned from saying them. They're trying to prevent you from saying, they're trying to make it a crime to say that the election was fraudulent or rigged, even though Molly Ball doesn't call it rigged, she calls it fortified. So let's say that people, the election was fortified to prevent Donald Trump from winning. You can't say that. They want to make that a crime. And nothing speaks freedom quite so clearly and truths quite so clearly as threatening to throw the other person in jail and shut them down and ruin their life if they speak it. It's no more free speech in this country, folks. They're doing their best to eliminate it, and they're moving straight ahead. This is going to be such a scam this week, and however long this impeachment lasts. And if they start calling witnesses, the Republicans can call a lot of witnesses showing how the Democrats incited Antifa and BLM riots. These people can't let go of Donald Trump. They're like the crazy person you're in relationship with but can never get away from. They keep coming back for more, coming back for more. 
Trump's out of office. You guys won. You think you'd be celebrating. One way or the other, you managed to get Joe Biden in the White House. So what do you still got this thing about Donald Trump for? Because Trump is speaking the truth, and they know it, so they want him silenced. But we're not going to be silenced. We're going to keep talking out. We're going to keep talking about freedom and liberty and what America is actually supposed to be. So join me again for another episode of Tutora Time. Hi, everyone. I'm Nicholas Tutora. Welcome to Tutora Time. Well, the Reichstag fire, the Reichstag fire, what's that? Well, it's what happened when Hitler came to power. So I'm just going to read this. This is right from the Holocaust Museum Encyclopedia. The Reichstag fire. On February 27th, 1933, the German parliament, the Reichstag building, burned down. The Nazi leadership and its coalition partners used the fire to claim that communists were planning a violent uprising. They claimed that emergency legislation was needed to prevent this. The resulting act, commonly known as the Reichstag Fire Degree, abolished a number of constitutional protections and paved the way for Nazi dictatorship. That was in 1933. And I remind everybody out there that Hitler was elected to power. And then when he came to power, he quickly started consolidating his power and eliminating his political opponents. The Reichstag fire, which it turns out after the fact, we learned that it was indeed, they believe it was set by the Nazis, but Hitler used it and blamed it on the communists so he could crack down on free speech in the country and other constitutional liberties. So it seems that a playbook, a play out of the fascist playbook is to create a crisis and then accuse your enemies of it. Now, there are similarities with the Capitol riot. Uh, the Capitol riot, you know, from what it looks like, it was Trump supporters, but there were other people mixed into the crowd. Antifa, a few people have been arrested who have been associated with Antifa. And truthfully, we really don't know enough about it to know what really went down because we're not really getting that many details. They're, they're keeping the information very guarded and very protected. But even if it was only Trump supporters, the left has a statement that they never let a crisis go to waste. And they're not letting this crisis go to waste. They are doing exactly what happened here in 1933. They are claiming that this uprising at the Capitol, we need to be protected from it and that we have to have our freedoms cracked down on. John Brennan, ex-head of the CIA, Joe Biden's administration, they're talking about domestic violent extremists. They're going to start hunting down domestic violent extremists the way that they went after Al-Qaeda and ISIS. So they're declaring citizens within our own country to be on the level of Al-Qaeda and ISIS. I mean, that is absurd. I mean, ISIS beheads people. They drown people in cages. They plant roadsides, bombs. Al-Qaeda, the same thing. They pulled off 9-11, murdered 3,000 Americans in one day. They've carried out terrorist attacks all over the world. And they're comparing that. The Democrats in power are comparing United States citizens who support Donald Trump 
to these Islamic fundamentalist terrorists. It's a terrible thing that's happening and it really has no basis in reality. If somebody commits a violent act, absolutely, they should be prosecuted for it. But they're talking about people going after people just for what they believe. I don't see any terrorist attack from these pro-Trump groups. Again, we don't know what happened at the Capitol riots. And they say five people died there. We know one of them, unfortunately, Ashley Babbitt, that woman who was shot at point-blank range, which nobody seems to be making any uh, comment on and nobody seems to be upset by it. The other people, when you look into the details of their deaths, one was a heart attack. The other one was a stroke. Uh, the, the, the police officer who they say was killed, turns out there's text messages of him from him after the event saying he was okay, he was roughed up. Turns out he did die of a stroke also. We don't really know the details. They're guarding the details. And they're using what happened at the Capitol as an excuse to clamp down on our freedoms. Second part of this Reichstag fire, one of the things that happened, number one, this is again off the Holocaust Museum website, implemented one day after the fire, the decree suspended the right to assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and other constitutional protections, including all restraints on police investigations, and it remained in effect up until the Nazis were defeated in 1945. So we see this happening. Since Joe Biden has come to office, we have had bans on speech. We have had parlor deplatformed. We have had uh, people banned on Facebook. Donald Trump, the president of the United States, was banned on Facebook and Twitter. His accounts were taken down. I mean, that's insane. 75 million people can no longer communicate or hear the messages from the man that they voted for. And this second impeachment is about cracking down on our free speech and our right to vote who, for who we want to vote for. Freedom of assembly has already really basically been taken away through the COVID virus. And they're cracking down on all our constitutional rights. They, I, I actually got a flag. I've been, uh, I'm in Facebook jail for 30 days for posting factual information. And they also are now moving after guns. Jin Saki was out there today talking about Biden's plans for guns. If you look at them, they're ominous. Huge taxes on guns, huge fees for guns, having to be uh, psychologically evaluated before you could get a gun. They want, in order to get a gun, they want a registry and they want you, they want the person asking for the gun that that person's ex-wife or people they were in relationship with to be interviewed and swear to this person's stability. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster because there are plenty of people who are dangerous in those situations. And if, if the government takes your gun away, it's leaving you vulnerable to a spouse who might want to injure you. So if a woman goes and applies for a gun and they interview her ex-husband and she says, no, he says, no, this woman can't have a gun. She's a threat. She's a danger and they deny her the gun, well, now she's vulnerable to somebody, her ex, who's possibly violent. So they are going to try to restrict guns to such a degree that it's basically so economically impossible for you to have a gun. And 
eventually they'll turn they'll start banning assault weapons as they call them ar-15s they are banning the amount of ammunition that you could buy if you buy a gun now you get you get a magazine with 20 rounds in it i mean what is that going to do for you so they're limiting our free speech and they are limiting our second amendment they've limited our right to assembly these are all the things that Hitler put in place when he came to power, and he did it under the excuse of the Reichstag. There was an attack on the German parliament, so he must, he needed to crack down on individual liberties. I'm not saying that's what they're doing now, but if you wanted to do something now, that would be the way to do it, and that seems to be the playbook they're following. And one more thing, this Ashley Babbitt, unfortunately this woman who was killed at the Capitol, you don't hear any uproar about that. She was shot unarmed at point blank range. She was a white Trump supporter. Could you imagine if she was a Black Lives Matter activist who was unarmed and shot point blank by police? The country would be on fire, but the media doesn't even comment on it or say anything about it at all. They almost act as if she deserved it. It's really terrible. They could have certainly subdued that woman. They could have arrested her. She was climbing, going through a glass door that had been broken. All they had to do was pull her through and arrest her and cuff her and arrest her. But they didn't do that. And nobody seems to mind. Folks, we're in very dark days. We have to keep speaking out for freedom. We have to keep speaking out for liberty. So join me again on Tutora Time.